welcome to Inspired Conversations, a weekly podcast that discusses topics inspired by faith, lifestyle, entrepreneurship, and more. These conversations are meant to help you navigate life, inspire higher thinking, and motivate you to pursue your purpose unapologetically. I'm your host, Sheree Tucker. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Inspired Conversations. I am excited about today. I'm actually sitting down and having a conversation with a guest. But before I get into that, last week I talked about how to unlock God's best for your life and what God's best even is. So if you missed that, make sure you check out last week's episode. This week, I'm sitting down with Brinshavia Jordan, who is not only a wife and mom of two, but she's also a Fox 44 News reporter and the founder of a Christian woman's organization called I Escaped to Evolve. And I wanted to sit down with her because she is a woman of faith who is pursuing God's purpose for her life. She is unlocking and releasing God's best for her life. And so she was the perfect person to have on this week. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and let you guys listen in on this conversation. Thank you, Bryn Shavia, for joining me today on Inspired Conversations. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. Yes. How are you doing? I'm doing good. It's been a really busy day, very busy, um, but I'm super excited just about the conversation that we're going to have tonight. And I just pray that the Lord just kind of has his, has his way. So, yes, I'm excited, too. Um, so I know we were talking briefly earlier, but I came across your page from a live I was doing and I clicked on your page. And I'm like, OK, woman of God doing things out here. Um, I love to see women flourishing, like no matter what, but I think it's really refreshing to see women like walking boldly in their faith and being unapologetic about it, especially like in today's time. And so that's why I really wanted to reach out to you and learn more about your story and then talk to you about your faith and how you incorporate that into your business as well into um, the workplace. Yeah, absolutely. So you are a news anchor. So let me know or let us know a little bit about how you got into journalism. Yeah. So for me, my story was a little different. It's funny. People don't believe me when I tell them, but I actually wanted to go to the military. Um, That was my dream. So kind of growing up in middle school and high school, I was actually in ROTC. Um, So I just knew that was it. I was like, I'm going to the military. I'm going to do, you know, my 20 years, however many I need to retire. I'm going to have me a nice house. I'm going to have a beagle dog. This beagle dog, I don't even know what made me like beagle dogs, but I (laughs) this whole thing planned out. I was like, I'm not having no kids. I'm not getting married. Wow. Everything is completely opposite. Um, But that was really what I wanted to do. And then it was up until my senior year, I was actually sworn into the U.S. Navy. 2010, I was sworn into the Navy and I did not get to leave because I found that I was pregnant with my son. Um, And so kind of just going through that period, I was like, my life is over. Like, that's it. I'm not going to be anything. Like, all I wanted to do was go to the military, you know, going through high school when everybody was going to the college fairs and when they was doing SATs. I'm like, I don't need to do that because I know I'm going to the military. So I didn't even look into colleges. I didn't go to any college fairs. I didn't take an SAT, ACT. I didn't do any of those things because I was just set in stone on this this path. Um, And so it's kind of funny because I kind of 
once that didn't work out, I kind of just began to work. I mean, what else do you do? You kind of work to provide for your child and for yourself. So I just began to work different jobs. Um, and then eventually I was like, okay, you know what? I like to do hair. So I'm going to go to school to do hair. Okay. Um, it actually runs in the family. My mom is a licensed cosmetologist. She's had her own salon for over 10 years. So I kind of worked with her growing up. I am a licensed cosmetologist myself. Um, I got licensed in 2015. And so I did that for a short period of time. Like after I went to school, got my license, I'm like, this is it. You know, this is my purpose. This is my passion. This is what I'm going to do. And I did it less than a year and it was still like, this is not it, you know? Mm. So it was still that longing, that that purpose, like, what is my purpose? What am I supposed to do? Um, you know, and it was kind of that emptiness still because I didn't feel like I was still kind of where I wanted to be career-wise or just anything. And one thing that was kind of like the common ground was the fact that I talk all the time. <laughs> which is so funny. <laughs> Every single job I had, I was talking. People would come back to have conversation. I was a natural encourager. I and that's perfect talk. for doing hair. Cause you know, we yeah. love good conversation in the hair salon. Exactly. Literally. And so talk to people, you know, once I got done doing the hair, let's pray, you know? So I always call myself talking, talking, talking. And it's funny because when I was in high school, I actually got the nickname radio by some of my teachers because they <laughs> talk so much. They actually call me radio, which is really funny. Um, now that I think about it. And so I just remember, like I said, I was working, doing all these things. And I guess once I met my husband and I kind of wanted to pursue a career, I'm like, I really wanted pursue a career. Like I want to have a career. I really want to do something with my life. I want to be fulfilled. I want to fulfill my purpose. And, um, I remember like, okay, if I go to college, what, what do I major in? Like, what do I even want to do? Um, and so it's funny because I knew I was like, okay, communication seemed like that'll be the route for me. I can do communications. I enjoy talking, public speaking, you know, that'll be it. One person I always admired growing up was Oprah, you know, like okay. she had this talk show, talk show. She was an African-American woman, just breaking ceilings, being in places that normally we wouldn't be in. Um, and so I was like, you know, it would be a dream to like do that one day to kind of have that be on TV, do those kind of things. And um, I remember once I kind of started kind of, I guess, having that mind shift of kind of wanting to go in media, I started studying people. I started following people who are already in the industry. Um, and then once I got into college, I pursued journalism. And it's Baylor, correct? Baylor. Yeah, I went to Baylor okay. University, graduated from Baylor. While I was at Baylor University, I got an opportunity to be one of the news reporters on campus. So while I was going through school, I was still kind of doing news stories every single week and getting my experience with that, being an anchor, doing all these different types of things. And I remember when I did my first story, I'll never forget it. When I did my first story, I sat in the newsroom and I said, this is it. This is that passion that I've been looking for. This is that fulfillment that I've been looking for. Like, like, this is it. And so it was just one of those moments of like, wow, you know, a lot of times we go through, we try to figure it out. You know, that's a part of yeah, life. We try yeah. to, okay, this is it. I'm going to do this. This is my passion. This is what, and you're like, no, that's not it. <laughs> and then you start doing something else. It's like, no, that's not no, it. No, that ain't it either. <laughs> you know, I just had one of those moments where I was like, this is it. And so that's just kind of where it's been now. You know, like I said, I did that during school and, um, even with my story, my story is quite unique because even when I went to Baylor, I was already married with kids, you know? So it's like, I've worked and did all these other types of things. And I got to a place where it's like, I want to have a career. Like I want better for myself and I want to create a better example for my children. So it's like, when I started college, I was already 26. You know, my the people that I'm going to college with are like 19, 20, you know? So it's like, I kind of already went in um, with a sort of a different, I guess a different story or, or kind of a different place in life. 
You said some really good things in there. Um, going back to the beginning of your story, when you decided like you wanted to look into journalism and how you started studying and doing research. And I think we'll probably touch on this a little more um, later in the conversation, but it takes work. You know, like I think a lot of times we think about faith and we think about purpose and it's all just going to come to us. And I myself have been guilty of that, even in my own entrepreneurial journey. But it's like, no, you have to put feet to your faith and you still have to do the work. Um, so I love that you pointed that out and it paid off because when the opportunity came, you were ready. I was ready. And then even to that point, I always look at my life too. And it's like, realistically, Brinchavia, yeah, you had this whole plan of like, I want to go to the military. I want to do this. But not one time did I ever pray and ask God, was that his will for my life? Mm, that's not good. one time did I ever say, Lord, is this what you have for me? That's what I wanted to do. Right. You know, once I started doing hair, that's something that was generational. That's something that was in my bloodline. It's like not once did I ask, Lord, do you want me to go to cosmetology school? I did it. I'm licensed. You know, I worked these different jobs. I was in RLTC. I did these things. But that's not what the Lord had for me. But but it's so funny. And I always share this story because just like you said, it is a process. But I think what's the beautiful thing about God, because at the, at the time when I was what? 18 years old when I didn't go to the military like I thought I was supposed to. I thought my life was over because this is what I envisioned for myself. Right. You know, but that's not what the Lord had for me. You know, he had to shift me, he had to move some things around to really get to what he had for me. But I think God is so amazing in the fact that although I did not go to the military because that's not what he had for me, do you know that years later he presented an opportunity because I, I sing as well. I'm a worship leader at church. Okay. Do you know that years later he presented an opportunity for me to sing the national anthem at the Navy ball? Wow. And so I, it was one of those wow. moments where I'm like, God, it's crazy because even though I didn't get to go the way I thought I wanted to, you still allow me to kind of be a part of this in a different way. Yeah. And it's like, you still kind of gave me the desire of my heart, but in a different way. And I th- I just think that's so amazing because it's like, you didn't have to do that. And right. it's like, the fact that you still allow me to be in the room amongst people that I thought I was going to be, you know? Yeah. Um, so that yeah, is God. great. I love that you shared that because it's a reminder that God sees us and he cares about our passions. You know, I think a lot of times people think that surrendering to God or following purpose means them just giving up everything they want and living a life that they're not going to be happy with. But it's like, no, God, God knows us inside and out and he knows the things that we love and our passions and he's going to bring them all together. But it may not be how we're expecting. Yeah, I was um, looking at your. um website. And I think maybe you even sent this in when I reached out, but you were saying how your purpose is to help women show that there is healing through Jesus Christ. And I want you to kind of expand on that and then tell me kind of what that journey was like understanding that purpose. Like, did it come before you started journalism? Did it happen along the way? What did that look like? Yeah, I think, I think it kind of happened along the way. And I feel like, again, it goes back to the process and the journey. Um, For me, like I said, when I was, I had this vision to go to the military, I was like 18, 19, you know, I ended up having my son. I'm still young, you know, I'm still young. I'm trying to figure it out. I have a baby. Um, I didn't really know my worth, didn't really know my identity, didn't really know where I was going in life because all I wanted to do was the military. So I really didn't (laughs) look at any other options, Um, but I was raised in church and I knew the Lord. Um, But I think for me, I got to a place where I grew up in church, but at the same time, there was a point in my life where I kind of just rebelled. I did the opposite of the things that I was taught. 
And it put me in some places that I shouldn't have been in. It allowed me to be connected to people that I shouldn't have been connected to. And I think going through that time frame and just seeing how the Lord covered me and he protected me even in that, it made me want to serve him even more because like once he pulled me out of what I was in, it's like, whoa, like, wow. You know, and so it made me want to really just serve him even more. And I went through some some seasons in my life that I shouldn't have been in, that I got my own stuff in, thinking I'm grown, trying to figure it out. Don't know my word, don't know my identity, don't know my purpose. Just going through life. I think we've all been there. I've been it's there. Crazy because that's around the time. I think that's around. The, this was like, oh, 20. I don't know when social media came out. Um, but I remember when social media, Instagram in particular, first came out and um I love the Lord. So I would post scriptures here and there, but I was also doing like all kind of random stuff too. Like just posting random, not bad stuff, but it wasn't just all Christian stuff like I am now. And I would have so many women reach out to me for encouragement or for prayer or for different things. And I'm like, I don't know what y'all see in me because I'm not nowhere near what y'all think. Right. <laughs> I was not even where I was supposed to be with God or anything. But it's like women saw stuff in me to where they would just come to me for encouragement, come to me for prayer, come to me for all these types of things. And I think that's when it started. Okay. Um, I didn't know what that was. I really didn't until I began to grow in my relationship with the Lord. He began to show me you have influence. And it's, it's crazy because I'm like, I, like I'm broken, just like you're broken. Like I'm insecure, just like you. I'm trying to figure it out just like you. Um, but I think just over time and learning who I am in Christ, deepening that relationship with the Lord, being able to stand on scriptures, being able to find my worth and my identity. It's like, I've been in those places of being broken. I've been in those places of being insecure. But once I got to a place of truly being confident and bold in who I am in Christ, I wanted to help my sister and yeah. say, Hey, I've been where you are, but you can overcome. I've been through some things in life that should have kept me down. I've been through things in life that I shouldn't even be where I am now, but it was because I decided, Hey, that's not what I want to do anymore. I want to go with God and I want to go with him for real. And so now that I'm in this place, I want to help other women overcome as well. And I try to show women, even with I escape to evolve, like that's the whole focus of it. I escaped to evolve in my personal life. There was things that I had to escape from to evolve into who God wanted me to be. It does not matter how your story started. You can still have an amazing ending and in, in between with the Lord. Exactly. So that's what it's all about. It's like, as long as we're still here, God is still working and moving and our story is not over. And yeah. I like that you mentioned how it was your own personal experience that helped you help other women. And I think a lot of people fail to realize like the very things that we tend to be ashamed of or we want to hide. Those are the things that God wants to use to help other people heal and to help other people grow. So that's amazing that you have that um, that sense of awareness of how powerful your story is and your, you know, the things that you've overcome. Yeah. And it takes a while to get there because I think at the beginning, you can be ashamed. Like, oh, I don't want to share my story. I don't want to share my testimony. I don't want nobody to know what I was doing. You right. know, I don't want nobody to know who, how I really think or how my heart really was or where I was. Like, we don't want to share that. But even the Bible, it tells us that they overcome, you know, by testimonies, you know? And so it's so important for us to share our testimonies. My ministry is founded on 2 Timothy 2.26. And it says, and that they will come to their senses and escape from the trap of the enemy who has taken them captive to do his will. That's all he wants to do. 
do. Because if the enemy can keep you trapped, you will never reach your full potential in Christ. If the enemy can keep you trapped, you will never be who God has created you to be. If he can keep you insecure, ashamed, feeling like your past is the best you'll ever get, you will never evolve. And the devil is a lie. And I'm here to tell any woman that may be listening to this podcast, I don't care what you've been through. I don't care what you're currently facing. If you give that to Jesus and allow the Lord to redeem you, you are new in him. The enemy can no longer keep you bound and he wants to keep us stuck, but he's a lot. Share your testimony, launch your business, write that book, do what it is that God has called you to do and stop allowing the enemy to keep you in fear. Girl, you better come on now, Brinshavia. Come on, sis. Oh, yes. I've been there. I've been there. Yes. And you know, it's so true. And I think that um, we have to be enthusiastic. Like we have to, I don't even want to say enthusiastic. We have to be that serious about our calling and about walking boldly and who God has called us And then to you be know because- what, Sheree? I'm not trying to cut, cut you off, but we have to be serious because the enemy not serious about keeping us shut up. The enemy not, not serious about keeping us bound. The enemy not serious. I mean, the enemy, I'm sorry. He is serious, serious yeah. about keeping us distracted. It with social media when we should be on our face praying. The enemy is serious about keeping us uh, tied to soul ties and all these things from our past and in bondage so that we will never be free. He's serious about that. So why not get exactly. serious about your identity in Christ? Why not be bold in who God has called you to be? And why not look the devil in his face and say, you know what, devil, you may be right. That may be who I used to be, but that's not who I am now. Exactly. Because he so is strategic. Yes, he's serious and he is strategic. And I always tell people like you have to be strategic in your approach. Like you have to be because he is. I don't even want to say that the enemy is clever because I feel like he uses the same things over and over again, but he knows when to strike. And so it's always so important for us to always be on guard because the minute we let that guard down, he's ready. He's always ready. And so I always encourage women to be intentional about their walk in Christ. Like it's not something that you can just be um, casual about and just hope that, you know, you get to where you want to go and hope that you learn how to hear from God and hope that you learn how to read scripture. You have to be intentional. You have to set aside that time and do whatever it is you need to do. Rid yourself of those distractions to get in front of God and on your face, like you say, to really, um, mature in that relationship with him. Yeah. I love, I just love the boldness in like hearing you speak like about your faith. Um, I think as women, we struggle with insecurities already just as women. I think there's so many pressures that society puts on us. And then to, on top of that, be bold in who we are in Christ. It's not the most popular thing. And so it's refreshing to, you know, have conversations with women like yourself who are like, this is who I serve. This is who I'm in a relationship with. This is who I'm living for. And you can get with it or keep moving. There's no compromising. Um, None whatsoever. And the reason why I am the way that I am is because I've been in some places that I should not have escaped from. He's done too much for me. In the same way he redeemed me, I try to let other women know he can do it for you too. It's not because I'm so great. It's not because I have so much going on. I'm no better than you, but I made a choice and we have to do that too. I agree. And I want to, um, for the listeners, I want to read that verse that you, um, that you referenced John 15 and five. It's one of my favorite verses. So it says, I am the true vine. Um, And for those of you listening, this is Jesus talking. I am the true vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit for apart from me, you can do nothing. I love that. Um, It's almost like self-explanatory at this point, but I feel like 
for me, it definitely was a journey. And it's something that I grew up in the church as well. So my dad was actually a pastor. So I'm in church all the time growing up, heard millions of scriptures. But like yourself, it wasn't until I hit rock bottom um, towards like my junior senior year in college where I really was like, I need to come to God and I need to know him for myself. And that really was just the beginning. I think that even after that, I kind of was with this tug of war with God, right? Still wanting to kind of do things myself, still, but still wanting to bring him in. And it took time. It's definitely a journey like that, you know, like any relationship, right? Like it takes growth, but through growing and leaning on this verse too, it's just like, I really am nothing without him. Like the doors that he's opened, the things that I'm doing, um, even writing a book, there's things that I've done and I look back and I'm like, God, I know there was nobody but you. Like, I don't know where these words came from. I've done, you know, when I speak or even doing podcast episodes, it's like, wait, did I say that? It's just like, God just takes over and allows, and I allow him to speak through me. And that that's when the transformation I think really happens and why we have so much influence because it's God speaking through us. Talk to me a little bit about I Escape to Evolve. Like wh- let people know like what that is and how they can get connected with it. Yeah, so I Escape to Evolve is my baby. I found it in 2018, like I shared with you a little bit ago, just just out of my own life experiences and wanting to use the things that I've learned and the resources that I have and truly just knowing my identity in Christ, being able to share that with other women and show them, like I said earlier, it doesn't matter what you've been through. It doesn't matter what your past looks like. You can still evolve. You can still be who God has created you to be. You know, you can still become everything he's created you to be. And so that's really what this organization is founded on, just showing women that it's about creating a safe space for women. I believe in transparency and healing. I think that's so important because you can't heal if you're not truthful, you know, and I think it's so important to be truthful. Hold on, we're going to pause. That's really good. You cannot heal if you're not truthful. You have to get you have to get into those parts that are dirty and you don't want to touch because it will forever hold you up. That was really good. Yeah. And so when you can get to those places, that's when your true healing comes and you just allow the Holy Spirit to come in. I think that's that's really what it's about. Like, so I have my evolving conversations because, again, I want to create that safe space. I love being able to bring women on who are bold and who are not ashamed of their testimony, because like we talked about earlier, you have no idea what you've been through that will help somebody else that may be listening. Don't allow the enemy to keep you quiet. Don't allow the enemy to make you feel ashamed about what you've been through. Because you overcome by your testimony and you helping somebody else overcome at the same time. So it's like, that's what it's really about. And so through this organization, I mean, I used to do a lot as far as vision board parties and things like that. When COVID happened, I kind of did stuff more virtual. Um, But we do Bible studies. We do prayer calls. We do vision calls. We just recently did a community outreach at the Salvation Army. So it's really just about communities. And I just want to show women that once you truly find your identity in Christ, Everything else going to work itself out. Like you just said, everything else will begin to flow. Like just line up with him. That's where you want to be. You want to be in line, line with the Lord. <laughs> that is step number one. Step number one. I have a um, coaching program for purpose. And that's like the first module is about aligning with God. And so I many to yours. I was on your call one day. Um, it, I, my daughter had gymnastics. So I'm like, <laughs> listen to the handful. I'm literally trying to, t- I took notes and everything because you oh, talked nice. about the, did you talk about the three P's or something like that? Yes, that was um, protect, pursue, and nurture. PPN, yeah, your purpose. 
Yeah, so that was really good. I remember writing that down. I actually kept it on my desk in a sticky note for a oh, period. I love that. It was really, really good to me. So I was listening to that and what you shared, and it really blessed me too. So oh, good. Thank you. Yeah, girl, aligning with God is step one. And I always tell people He has the blueprint. He made it. He made you. Like he knows your ins and outs. So there's no going around him to get to what you want. Like you can try, like you said, you waste time and he'll be there waiting for you when you come back. But it really all starts with him. So I'm glad that you, um, you mentioned that. Once I really got to a place where I was like, okay, Lord, I'm going to surrender everything. My relationship, my career, my friends, where I live. I'm just going to surrender every single thing to you and stop trying to do things myself. Once I got to that place, it's amazing how things begin to just happen. You know, like it's still a process. It doesn't happen overnight, but it's it's different when you're actually in the Lord's will. Everything does happen in God's time. And it is a reason that we have to go through the process, too. So I'm yeah. grateful for the process because I don't think I will have the mindset or the gratitude or the wisdom or the things that I do have. There's no way that I can have I escape to evolve without my process. There's exactly. no way I can operate in my purpose or in the things that God has called me to do without going through the process. So the process is necessary. It's also necessary for you to have the anointing and the authority that you have because you're speaking from a place of knowing and not just, again, like we talked about, not something that somebody told you. So good. So where can women get connected with you? Um, if they do want to join I Escape to Evolve, how can they get um, plugged into that community? So I do have my Instagram, Brinshavia Jordan. I do have an Instagram for I Escape to Evolve. And then I also have my website, BrinshaviaJordan.com. Women can go on there and subscribe to the newsletter. Awesome. Well, ladies, make sure to check that out. And I will put all the information in the description of the episode. So easy access. And I just want to thank you again for taking the time to come on and share your story. Um, I pulled away a lot of things just for myself, um, especially being um, someone who is out front and speaking to other women and ministering to other women. So thank you for sharing all the gems that you dropped tonight. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for having me. This was great. Yes, you're welcome. And ladies, if you're listening to this and you felt a conviction in your spirit, you know that God has called you for more. You are ready to walk boldly and confidently, not only in your purpose, but just as a daughter of the king, as his child. Make sure to click the link in the description box to figure out how you can work with me over the next six weeks to align with God, learn how to surrender, adopt a new mindset in Christ, and then prepare for abundance and to boldly walk into your purpose. I'll see you guys next week.